I assume by clicking on this podcast, you are looking to get your first Kane Corso, or looking for more information. Hello, I am Elise, and this is the first episode of Elise Corso's Kane Corso Lifestyle Podcast. In this episode, I will be covering the fundamentals of owning a Kane Corso, such as what you will need to care for them, how much they go for, and what you should look for in your Kane Corso. So, see through to the end. Before I get on with the important information, I would like to put out a disclaimer. The Cane Corso is a large dog breed, and a very smart and strong one at that. So this is not a dog meant for beginners, which is why I'm trying to put as much information out as possible. So please think carefully before getting a Cane Corso. I also want to give you guys some a bit of background information on the breed, just so you understand a bit more about what they're like, and a little bit of clarification on some facts that sometimes get mixed up. First off, there are a lot of people who mistake how to spell Cane Corso. Cane Corso, as I'm pronouncing it, is the correct way to pronounce it because they are an Italian breed. So you wouldn't pronounce it Cane Corso as it is typed or Cane, Cane. That is how you would pronounce Cane Corso, which is a pretty common FAQ, surprisingly. Um, the next is if they are like family stable um, or family friendly. They can be good with kids if well trained. They are meant to protect and they are very loving dogs. So yes, they will become good family dogs if trained properly. Um, Also, are they dangerous? This is a pretty silly FAQ because like any large dog breed, a kind of corso can be dangerous, yes. Any dog realistically could be dangerous if not trained properly. The Cane Corso is a very large dog, muscular, very intelligent, and very emotional. So you must be careful, you must be consistent, and you must really have to take care of your dog and train it properly or get it trained properly by a professional who knows what they're doing. Here is where we start to get into the good details about what you need to get and look for to get a Cane Corso. So I'm starting off with what to look for in a pup. I think one of the most important things to for getting a Cane Corso puppy is their health records, not just the puppy individually, but also their parents. So if your puppy is up to date on their shots or if they are dewormed, um, And, like, also vaccinations, that's a good thing to check to see if they're up to date on. Because if not, you will have to go and get that done yourself. Um, If their dew claws are removed, now that's something you won't have to pay as much attention to because most breeders already remove their dew claws um, when they are little. And although this might seem harsh to people who are uninformed, dogs sometimes tend to rip off their dew claws Um, as they get older, just by playing around, just being themselves. So to save yourself the bloodshed and your dog the pain, they get it over with while they're puppies, just like we get our ears pierced when we're little kids. Um, Also, ear cropping, which is a very controversial topic because some people, well, most people actually, find it to be a very harsh method of um, training your dog. And I wouldn't even call it, like, training just owning a dog period cropping their ears to most people is harming your dog when actually when actually it is returning 
your dog's, like, even though it's not a word, naturalness to them. This is because no wild dog has been born with floppy ears. That is a man-made characteristic of lots of dog breeds. And it's actually very damaging to dogs and their ears and their ear canals, which is a mistake I made when I got my Connie Corso um, Griffin. Because when he was a pup, we were so against cropping his ears because we thought it was so harsh. Um, and I wish I would have cropped his ears back then because the longer they have their floppy ears, it breaks down the cartilage in their um, ear canals. And also, your dog is more likely to get infections and diseases from their ears by being floppy. Because the ears, one, block off sound and they keep moisture trapped in the ear canal, which is not good for your dog. So, I hope this clears up some of the controversy on ear cropping, but that is something I recommend you do to your Connie Corso. It will not hurt your dog. Your dog will be just fine. And especially if you have two Connie Corsos, have, try to have at least one of them with cropped ears because play fighting can lead to tearing each other's ears, which is not fun. Next, as I mentioned before, is parent info. So... A lot of good breeders have their Connie Corsos AKC or ICCF registered. Now, it does not make their Connie Corso generally better than any other Connie Corso that's unregistered. It's just a bit of proof um, to make sure that their Connie Corso is full breed and not Bull Terrier mixed or Akita mixed or uh, heck, Pitbull mixed, um, etc. That they have a full bred Connie Corso. Um, so that's what registration does. Um, also, if you're planning to, let's say, show your puppy or register your puppy, um, you want to check and see if your puppy comes with papers. Not just because the parents might be registered, um, the puppy might not come with papers. And so it just depends on what you plan on doing with your dog. Like if you plan on breeding your dog, um, etc., you might want to have papers in, um, on hand. And some breeders actually register the litter. So as long as you transfer ownership to the pup, of the puppy to you, your puppy can honestly just be pre-registered for you. Next is parent size. I can almost guarantee anyone who wants a Connie Corso is looking for a big dog. While yes, that's their, they're known as a large dog breed, not all Connie Corsos are super huge. Um... And that, genes play a huge part in that. You want to check and see how big the dam is, how big the sire is, their height, their weight, and their temperament. If you have a family, you want to check on their temperament. Um, especially if you have kids. If you're by yourself, for your own safety, I guess you want to check on their temperament. Well, temperament is a work in progress and is trainable. It is nice to already have some good mannerisms and temperament in place when you get your dog. And then bloodline. So some of the most expensive Connie Corsos are from champion bloodlines. So by that, I mean show dogs. Either the sire, the dam, or both can be champion show dogs. And their litter has higher potential. Like I said, just like with registering, it doesn't necessarily make their Connie Corso any so much like better than yours if yours is unregistered. Or any other puppy that you could get, un like, unregistered or not with champion bloodlines. Um, 
all Champion Bloodline really does is kind of give your puppy a bit of an advantage and sort of muscle memory in a sense of showability, trainability, and looks, um, which is which are all key factors in how a champion dog wins championship dog shows. Um, and one of the probably most important factors is breeder info. How long has the breeder you're getting your puppy from been breeding? How how successful are they at selling their puppies? Uh, customer service, like, um, do customers like their puppies, like the experience of getting a puppy from them, um, like the parents of the puppy, like, are, like, where are they located? Do they have both parents on site? Can you meet the parents? Are they too far away from you? Do they provide shipping or not? Do you have to go drive three some hours or heck fly to go get your puppy? Or will they deliver it for you for free or for a little extra? Um, things like that. Also, if you're not entirely prepared or ready to get the Cane Corso right then and there, do they let you put the puppy on hold? Some breeders don't require deposit. Most breeders require a $500 deposit to put the puppy on hold. Um, and then what do they breed for? Do they breed for size, temperament, worth ethic, worth ethic uh, protection, appearance? Um, do they breed all Italian Cane Corsos, all American Cane Corsos, or is it possible it's just a mix of both? So those are things you can, um, you would most likely want to look into. Um, some of these questions are less serious than others, but definitely still good to keep in the back of your head. Now on to the next bit of information, and probably the most important bit of information, where to get your pup. Now, if you just Google where to get a Cane Corso, lots of things pop up, but here are some of my personal favorites. First off, you can get your puppy from a breeder on a website or just from a general puppy selling website. So first on my list is Craigslist. And I know what you might be thinking, who would wanna get their dog off of Craigslist? And to your surprise, you can find really good quality dogs off of Craigslist. I personally got my dog from there. Um, and I can tell you I am in love with my dog. He is amazing. Um, so just because of the name of the website, people think that the dog might not be good or it's low quality or super cheap. That is not true. There are still high quality dogs. Lots of champion bloodline breeders post ads on Craigslist for their litters. And the dogs don't just go for cheap there. Um, so that is one place to check out. And there are lots and lots of posts every day. So there is constant competition and lots of puppies to choose from. As well as puppy mixes if you are someone who doesn't mind having a little bit of something else in your dog. And next, the next um, website I want to talk to you about is puppyspot.com. Puppyspot.com is a pretty nice um, um, website. They tend to have lots and lots of options. Um, they put up whole litters um, on Puppyspot. But unfortunately, most of them, if not all of them, 
are pre-named. So if you are the type of person who really wants to name the dog yourself, you can reach out to the breeder on Puppy Spot and negotiate with them, ask if you're allowed to change the name, etc., etc. Um, they typically have um, younger pups, so from five to eight weeks. Um, most puppies are uh, adopted before 10 weeks off a of puppy spot. So it is a popular place to get your puppy. They are great quality. They have badges and you can also view some ratings. Um, they tend to go for a higher price on puppy spot. Um, and pricing is something I will get into more in a later segment of the podcast. Um, and then next is a place called Puppy Finder. So similar to Puppy Spot, Puppy Finder has a similar layout. I think they have less Kane Corsos. Currently, they don't have any up for right now, but it is still a good place to keep an eye on because when they do, they do have some good Kane Corsos. Then there is Parade. Parade is kind of set up uh, like Puppy Spot where you have litters of Kane Corsos, each pup individually advertised, and each pup, again, if not, if not most, all um, pre-named. Um, like I said before, you're going to want to check in with the breeder to see if you can rename them, if that is something you don't, um, you want to have the privilege of doing. Their pups are a little bit older, um, eight to nine weeks, um, some even um, being older, maybe already four months, um, which is still okay if you're someone who doesn't want to um, get a baby baby, um, but yeah. And then the pricing is similar to Puppy Spot, just a little bit less. Also, again, depends on the breeder. Um, and next, and another one of my personal favorites, is Greenfield Puppies. Greenfield Puppies has a plethora, and I mean plethora, of puppies to choose from. Um, lots of which have already found a forever home. They are a very popular place to get a kind of corso. Um, and the breeding is amazing. A cool feature of this website is when you click on an advertisement, it shows you ba- badges um, of the puppy, such as are they registered, are they vaccinated, vet checked, health, you know, dewormed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I love the pricing um, because it's just so workable and probably why a lot of people get their puppies off a of puppy spot. Um, it is amazing. Again, just like the others, um, the puppies are pre-named. The next website I want to talk to you guys about is Puppy Finder. So Puppy Finder is very similar to the ones I mentioned before. They tend to have a similar layout. Currently, they don't have any puppies for sale um, in the US, but when they do, they do have a couple good puppies and um, It'd still be a place to check in every once in a while, although there are other websites that are um, keeping consistent ads up for new pups. And then there is Paw Raid. So Paw Raid, just like most um, of these uh, sites, has the pups pre-named um, and they generally carry um, 
well-aged pups, so eight to nine weeks. Um, sometimes you might be able to find a cane corso that is a couple months old. Um, so it really just depends. They have consistent ads up and the uh, puppies are really good quality and super cute. And then another one of my personal favorites is Greenfield Puppies. I absolutely love Greenfield Puppies because it gives you a very like professional understanding of the puppy. The pictures are good quality so you're able to see. It provides the gender on the thumbnail so you can choose male or female. Um, one thing is that they are, um, they are pre-named and it would be a good idea to look sooner rather than later because sometimes the puppy you might want or have been looking at will get adopted really fast. Um, so it's still a great place and the pricing is pretty moderate, um, for, um, AKC registered parents and things of that nature. Um, the website also provides badges um, to see the status of the pup, in a way. And then there is Puppy Find. While Puppy Find's layout isn't as professional and clean as some of the other sites, it still has a good variety of pups or full-grown um, Cane Corso. Uh, mostly puppies, though. Just like with Craigslist, even though the... Um, the site might not be the most professional looking. Um, they still have good quality pups there and you can still find an amazing pup um, to take home. And then there is Adopt-A-Pet. Now, Adopt-A-Pet is for people who more so want like rescues or things of that nature because Adopt-A-Pet tends to have, most likely will have older Cane Corso, like full-grown Cane Corsos. So if you're someone who is already experienced um, with Cane Corsos, this might be a place for you if you just want a large dog and don't want to deal with the hassle of potty training and et cetera, et cetera. Um, the one thing though, is I suggest you would, should be an experienced large dog owner before coming here because there are always some cons to adopting a full-grown dog that you have not raised yourself. And then there are some breeders. So there are a variety of breeders, um, but here are some of my favorites. So you have Dal Cielo Cane Corso, Potrero Cane Corso, Garmer Cane Corso, Royal Blue Cane Corso, which I personally um, love because the they're very consistent with their coats and they just have some beautiful puppies available and then there's outlaw cane corsos if you're looking for a very um strong dog with good worth work ethic outlaw and corsos de x-men or cane corsos barcelona are two good places to look then there's odyssea cane corso they have very beautiful um, corsos available when they have litters out. So if you want a very showable dog, very pretty dog, um, Odyssey is a good place to go. And then there's Myers Cane Corso breeders. So those are like my top breeders. Um, and next we will get into price range and what kind of determines price range. 
There are lots of factors that play into how your common corso is priced. Um, depending on the breeder and what they breed for or what the litter's parents are, the price can be different. So let's say you have an unregistered puppy that doesn't have any parents registered. It's just, it's still a full breed Conai Corso. However, it's not registered with ICCF or um, AKC, things of that nature. That can be anywhere from 500 to 1,000 um, just to buy up front. Also, let's say your puppy is registered um, and the parents have papers, or I mean the, the parents have are registered and the puppy has papers. That puppy can be 1,200 to 2,500. So anywhere between there. Or a puppy with all of the above and champion bloodline can be 2500 to 5500 or more. It honestly depends on what the breeder is going for and how much extra the breeder is putting in. So an example of extra things would be getting ear crops or tail, tail, tail docking or let's say like dew claw removal, shots, dewormer, um, shipping, like all those things can be an extra 500 to 1200 um, Depending on the breeder, some breeders already include things like tail docking and dew claw removal in the um, initial price, so you wouldn't have to worry about that. Or maybe um, they already include shots and vaccinations and all those types of things, but ear cropping is optional. Let's say you don't want to go get the dog's ears cropped yourself. And you want the breeder to do it for you. That breeder might ask you for an extra like 500. Um, and that's okay. Same thing with shipping. Sometimes it's an extra 500 depending on how far away you are. Sometimes the breeder will do it for free. Um, it honestly, it honestly depends. Um, and so things like that. Also placing your dog on hold. Like if you're not ready to get the dog right away or bring it into your home right away um you could place it on hold and most breeders will ask you for a 500 dollars deposit first just to lock in the pup i guess um and next is how to prep so of course you're going to need initial things like food bowls and a bed um, treats, grooming, skincare, all that type of stuff. Um, so I'm just going to go through that one by one. So for food bowls, for example, you can get those at like your local pet store. Um, you can either get small ones that are pretty proportionate to the size of your puppy right now, or you can get bigger ones and just give them smaller portions of food in the bigger bowls. So as they grow up, you won't have to change it. Um, so that's an option. I I upgraded with my dog. I got him the smaller bowls and just moved on to bigger bowls. Um, as he got older, I recommend getting a bowls with a stand because I feel like it's just better for your dog's back and shoulders, um, things like that. Um, 
that's what I do with um, my dog, Griffin. Um, I have a big stand with two big water bowls. Um, one for food, obviously. I don't know why I said water. But, so there's that. You can get bowls off of Chewy.com or Amazon or, like I said before, um, your local pet store. So there's lots and lots of op- options. There's also beds. So it's very important for you to get a large dog breed, a bed that can sustain their weight, but also support it. Because if not, your dog can develop hip dysplasia or other other things that can kill them in the end. And that's not what you want. So here are some really good beds. So the first bed um, company or manufacturer, I don't know, brand, that's a good one, um, is a place called Bully Beds. So bullybeds.com, they have beds made for larger dog breeds, um, their cushion, um, a good bed if you're not gonna go to, um, if you're not gonna go and get one online, um, you can also go to your pet store, but make sure the bed has like memory foam or like a specific it's a specific cushioning um i'm trying to see what it is i don't i don't know i i keep forgetting (laughs) but i think it's orthopedic um orthopedic bed um but bully beds actually makes beds specifically for connie corsos um that have sort of um uh, aligning to them um just to like support them my iconic corso personally likes beds with um lining so you can like lean against it and curl up and stuff um and they also have just other beds as well that you can choose from um they also have covers crate pads uh other p- um, pet care so like treats and joint support um medicated shampoo and other shampoo like aloe vera oatmeal cucumber um things like that and and blankets i know my dog likes blankets (laughs) um so there is um there's one um bed then you have um a place called canine ballistics um canine ballistics is also another good um place to get your beds they have um more uh true proof beds which is still really good because um if you have a more active dog that's good to have so they have crate pads they have um armored or i mean elevated um dog beds which I like to call trampoline beds. They also have um, orthopedic dog beds, but those are for like smaller bulldogs. Um, you're gonna wanna get like the seven inch orthopedic dog bed or the bolster orthopedic dog bed. That's what I meant um, earlier when I was talking about the um, the bully beds, um, the ones with the lining, it's called the bolster bed. Um, they have two different versions of bully beds. Um, but yeah, so at Canine Ballistics, you're going to want to get the seven inch, um, orthopedic beds because orthopedic beds or 
memory foam beds will support your dog's weight and that is exactly what you want and then you have big barker so big barker um has um super foam or like memory foam beds um which is actually very um very good for your dog because like it's essentially just an orthopedic bed um but they have they have a bolster bed they have a flat bed and they have a sofa bed um things in that nature they also have a back seat um one for your like an, if you have an suv you can put a bed in your like trunk um and they have that as well which is still really all really good for your dog and then i'm pretty sure this is the last one yep the last one is curanda so curanda has lots of beds mostly the elevated um beds which i call trampoline beds just because they, they look like a trampoline so that's what i tend to call them um you can get i i don't know personally i don't use the trampoline beds um some people like to put a crate pad on top of it so it's like more supportive but i no 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 um but yeah so if you want a specific like specifically a trampoline bed or a crate um crate bed um go to Kiranda. If you're crate training your Conic Corso, I didn't crate train my Conic. Now that you guys have an idea of where to get your beds, I'm going to move on to training equipment. There are two places I want to talk to about today. Um, the Conic Corso online store and Springer.com. S-P-R-E-N-G-R. Um, so these two places both carry similar items. Um, I want to say same categories. So with the Conic Corso online store, their collars and harnesses and leashes are more so limited to leather and nylon, plus like studded or spiked um, um, like collars and harnesses um, just as decoration. They also have something called an artisan collar, which is like a leather collar, but more stylish. Um, a bit more expensive because there's more effort put into the put into the look for it versus springer.com carries show collars that you would actually take with your dog to a dog show now springer.com also has chain collars which is something that the kind of course online store does not carry is chain collars um so springer.com carries pinch collars and choke collars and also regular um chain collars um, you can also get a standard collar from Springer.com. Both places have muzzles, although I, I would say to get your muzzle from the Conocorso online store instead of Springer because Springer is a bit more all general dog breed um, store. I guess you could say like larger dog breeds because I know small dog breed is really going to need a pinch collar, but... Um, I still recommend getting a muzzle off the Conic Corso store. Um, harnesses, you can get either one. They both carry nylon harnesses. Um, the Conic Corso store carries leather ones if that's something you prefer. So just uh, simple equipment like that, you 
just to go over because I hope this isn't um, something you don't know already, you're going to need a leash, collar, harness, and muzzle. Um, and in certain situations, yes, you're going to need all those things. Um, as, your as your dog gets older, you shouldn't need a harness and hopefully not a muzzle for most scenarios, but still good to have in handy. So, next we're going to get into hygiene. So, for hygiene, there's lots of things. I'm going to start off with shampoo. There's a brand called Wags and Wiggles that carries lots of variants of shampoo for your dogs. Also, other things like conditioning spray, um, other things like that. There's also a place called called Buddy Wash. So this is, they carry shampoos and I want to say they also have a medicated shampoo for dogs who um, need a specific kind of shampoo. There's also, oh, aha, veterinary formula clinical care. So this is for um, dogs who clinically can't use the average shampoo as other dogs would because it'll mess with their skin, health, um, coat, etc., etc. There's also a brand called Dog Wash. Um, again, they also have variants. They have um, itch relief cream and other things as well. I want to say they have conditioner too. Um, that's still a good place to check out. And then there is Ethic. So this, and unlike the other ones being like a liquid soap, um, this is actually a bar. So you would get the um, shampoo on the bar. All these brands are available on Chewy.com. Um, it's a good place to go online shopping for your dog if you don't find what you need in your local pet store. Um, go to Chewy.com. So next, I want to get into toothbrush and toothpaste. Um, Um, I do. All right, so the next part of hygiene would be teeth brushing. So as much as a lot of people would like to think, why in the heck would I brush my dog's teeth? Um, depending on their diet, certain foods will naturally clean the dog's teeth. Um, raw diets tend to do that because the meat will like sort of um, clean the dog's teeth as they eat. Um, but or if your dog eats kibble, or if your dog has just um, bad teeth in general, you do want to brush your dog's teeth quite often. Some people say it's good to brush it every day or try to every few days. Um, some people say every week or two um, or like once a week, um, things like that. So for my dog, I have the Verbeck um, toothpaste. Verbeck prefer is like my favorite um my favorite um, toothpaste to use on my dog. He likes it. Um, I guess I like it because it works. Um, you can also get um, a, you need a toothbrush, honestly. You can get a dual-ended one. Um, dual-ended ones tend to have one bigger side and one smaller side. You can also get one that goes on your finger. I have both because sometimes he doesn't like the toothbrush in his mouth. Um, so I have to like fight with him and use the finger brush instead. 
you can also get um dental dental treats so there is a brand called Starmark. they have different um, kinds of dental treats that carry flavors in chicken and beef and they also have a ball so it's like a rubber ball that you put the um treat inside of um so that's it's fun to play with my dog tends to like it um it's more so some it's, it's a more engaging toy. he doesn't intend to use it when he's by himself um but yeah there's also a oxy fresh dog and cat oral hygiene solution it's kind of like a mouthwash um so you would just wash their teeth with that instead um and then there is nylabone advanced oral care liquid in tart and tartar mover tartar um i don't know how to say that um <laughs> so yes so there's also those things and i already covered brushes so next would be scrubbers so when it comes to like a scrubber honestly there's not much to say you can use a brush you can use your hands you can get a glove with little rubber um uh like grooves on it to really scrub your dog's fur um you can get a comb there's like lots of things but you do want to get something to really clean and scrub your dog with because they you need to get the bacteria and dirt off of their skin pronto and then you have dewormer and ear cleaning so there's um plenty of plenty of different dewormers um there's something called the, the Brontal Plus tablet for large dogs. So they consider large dogs, dogs over 45 pounds. Honestly, to me, a 45 pound dog is really small, but that is another dewormer. Um, you can also get a dewormer called um, Interceptor Plus Chew for dogs, um, one to 100 pounds. Um, I, I prefer this one, honestly, because it has more, and um, I tend to, f like, buy it more, on, like, realis realistically. Um, so there's multiple things. Um, there's different things you can get, different varieties. Most dog, most pet stores tend to have dewormers, and I mean, like, pet-dedicated stores, not, like, going to Vons and going to the, like, pet aisle. I mean, like, an actual pet store. Um, again, you can find all the things mentioned before on Chewy.com, as well as the things I'm about to mention right now. So, now we're on to ear cleaning, and this is the last, last bit. So, for ear cleaners, there is something called Triz Ultra plus Kettle Flush for um, dogs, cats, and horses. Um, so this is just a solution to clean their ears out. Um, you can get like a, what's it, like a swab or not a swab, a Q-tip and clean out their ears with the solution. Um, also on Chewy.com. There's, there's Pet MD Aloe Vera and eucalyptic, Eucalyptus um, dog ear wipes. Um, so it's a pack of 100. Um, you can get those off of Chewy and it just clean out the ears with the wipes and here's another solution called NutriVet ear cleanse for dogs 
Um, same thing as before, clean it out with a swab, and yeah. So basically, this entire podcast, this entire episode, um, episode in like specific, just goes over what you really need um, for a Kane Corso because they are a high maintenance dog breed. Um, so they require a lot of space, a lot of attention, a lot of time, money, effort, etc. Um, so yes. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of Elise Corso's Kind of Corso Lifestyle podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you very much. You, you are my-